Hello and thank you for listening to the Founders Speak, a podcast where we bring you exceptional startup founders from around the world who each share their inspiration, of course, but also a bag full of usable insights from their entrepreneurial journeys. So if you're an aspiring founder or busy fundraising or nearing a successful exit or even feeling like you might go down fighting, there's something useful in here for you. Each talk is hosted and recorded live with audiences at the Founders Speak stage at the world's largest fintech event, the Singapore Fintech Festival. My name is Naveen Suri and I'm your host. I'm a former banker turned entrepreneur and like all entrepreneurs, I have more than a few battle scars on my back, all of which I'm very proud of. Our next speaker is Derek Lee, co-founder and CTO of Accredify. He's based in Singapore and in his talk titled why I attribute success to luck more than anything else? He speaks about the four principles that Dr. Richard Wiseman wrote about in his book, The Luck Factor. Derek reflects upon how luck played a pivotal role in his journey to where he is today. Let's take a listen. I remember a conversation I had with my founder friends not very long ago. And he was asking me how we were able to achieve early traction in our business. I told him, Luck. So what is luck to me? Essentially, luck is things happening to you, not by your own efforts or abilities. Looking at my past experiences, I will be sharing instances where I consider myself to be lucky. So the first run-in with luck that I can remember was when I was still a child. My Chinese name is Li Ming Yang. The Yang character, is um, written in Chinese, is the same as the Yang family, a very famous military family, well-known for guarding the Great War and the reign of Northern Song. They were highly spoken by the late generations for their loyalty, their bravery and their prowess. And I fell sick quite often as a child, which fortune tellers um, attributed to the young character in my name. According to them, I, was, I am undeserving of the young character, which is why I fell sick quite often. And growing up, my parents had decent paying jobs. And what that means is that they were able to afford food, meals, education, as well as a roof over my head. And because of my dad's job, I was able to have a personal computer at home from a very young age. So I was already luckier than most, not by my own efforts or abilities. And this luck exposed me to building things out of Legos from a very young age and also playing computer games. And these experiences then shaped me to become an individual who is always very curious about how things work and how they are constructed. By the age of 12, I started learning how to code. And by the age of 13, I started my own private game server. And once I've done that, I realized that I was the only player in the game. And it got pretty lonely and I really wanted more players to play with me. And that was when I started learning how to convert my PC into a server so that anyone from all over the world could join me. My secondary school classmates were my first group of users because the setup process was complicated and I had to get, guide them through it one by one. But I always wanted to make my server more accessible, so I started learning web development so I could create a landing page where new users could find and be guided on how they can connect to my game server. My game server used to be only available when I'm at home because every time I go to school, my mom would shut down the PC and the whole server would go offline. And I had no good reasons to tell her that, uh, mom, we need to keep the computer on so that others could play a game while I'm in school. Right? 
But my, my game server was relatively popular at that point in time, so I could easily reach out to my players and, and offer them in-game benefits or administrative rights in exchange for leaving their computer on 24-7 to act as a server. Now that I have a 24-7 online game with active players, I started charging people for more premium equipment and weapons. In the book, The Luck Factor, Dr. Richard Weisman studied very lucky people to figure out what they had in common. In his book, he discusses four principles that are key to creating luck. The first of the four principles is lucky people create, notice, and act upon the chance opportunities in their life. What that also means is that by being open to new experiences, you can maximize opportunities in your life. In retrospect, me being open to learning new technologies and overcoming hurdles at each step of my way led directly to new knowledge and monetary benefits. By age 14, family financials became a problem. And even though I was making my own income from my private game server, it wasn't a sustainable one because in the very same year, when I was 13 years old, I got served with a cease and desist letter uh, from the original company of the game. So as a result, I had to start working part-time selling ice cream and cable television from door to door, and also working part-time in the restaurant to earn my own pocket money. I grew up introverted and I was a really shy boy, but through my working experiences, not only did I learn how to act extroverted when needed, which helps in maximizing chance opportunities later in life, I also learned from a very young age how difficult it is to make money and learned the value that goes, or rather learned the value of the hardship that goes behind making money. And this is how I transformed bad luck into good fortune. And this can also be considered as one of the four luck principles where lucky people can transform bad luck into good fortune. As a result of all my adventures on the computer and with part-time work, I didn't really focus much in school. I didn't do a lot of homework. Um, as such, as I was often seen seated outside the principal's office, on the floor, writing apology letters every day to all my teachers. And one day when I was 16 years old, my teachers called my parents down to school and they told them that um, with my grades as is, there is nowhere else I could go. No schools are going to accept me um, for further education. But at that point, I really knew that I wanted a career in tech. And I wasn't going to let some exam take that all away from me. I wasn't going to let some exam tell me what I can or cannot do. So only in that year, I studied really hard. And by the end of the year, I, I did pretty well. And because of that, I was able to forge my own path, learning IT in vocational school, and eventually learning IT in university. By knowing and understanding myself and also forming my own set of expectations about how I want my future to be like, I was able to convince myself on what I need to do and what has to be done. And that is how lucky people's expectations about the future can help them to fulfill their dreams and ambitions. To be honest, most of the decisions I've made thus far has always been irrational or a progression from a previous step, a previous irrational step, which is why I struggle to find, uh, find a good example on how lucky people can make successful decisions by using their intuition and gut feeling. But what it means essentially is that by listening to yourself more and taking steps to boost your intuition, you can make more effective decisions. So to summarize the four principles of the luck factor, 
Number one, maximize opportunities. If you are shy and introverted like me, and you tend to stray, stray away from the crowd, chances are not a lot of exciting things or opportunities will happen to you. By acting a little bit different, by acting more extroverted and being more open, you can create and maintain a strong social network of luck. A couple years ago, I was in the States on an exchange program, and there was a networking event for foreign exchange students. I was single then, so I was looking for girls to talk to, but at the same time, I was also introverted, so there was a maximum number of people I could talk to in a day. So I needed to pick my battles. And at this networking event, there was a group of girls, but I decided not to approach them because um, I needed to pick my battles. <laughs> so my friend, my friend told me this. He said, Derek, you should still approach them because they might have someone who is your type that they can connect you with. And my friend Akash, she was right. But back to the four points. The second point is listen to your heart. I know this is very easy to say, but difficult to do. But what I found that works for me so far is to work in isolation. I find that in doing so, it clears my head and also lessens the likelihood of making bad decisions due to poor judgment. Number three, expect good fortune. Whatever you focus your energy on will come back to you. Positive thoughts equal to positive results. Negative thoughts equal to negative outcomes. Trust that your positive results will eventually bring positive outcomes. And finally, transform bad luck into good luck. This is something I took off the internet, but it's something I found inspiring then and still find inspiring now. If you had $86,400 and someone stole $10, are you going to spend the rest of your money to seek revenge? Or are you going to sit and cry that you lost $10? Or maybe you will just move on and live. Chances are we are all going to move on and live. And that's the same in life. We all have 86,400 seconds in a day. Don't let a negative 10 seconds ruin the rest of your day. In other words, don't sweat the small stuff because it doesn't help the world offer you better opportunities. What I think I've really been talking about is how to become a luckier person by having the ability to materialize luck. But what I want to argue, using an oversimplified example, is this. I managed to start a company with some form of traction because I, had, I have very good co-founders. I met these very good co-founders because I was in university. I was in university because I was on scholarships. I was on scholarships because I did well in college. And I did well in college because I was doing something I love. And how I found what I love at a very young age was because I had very loving and supportive parents, but most importantly, they had decent paying jobs that could afford what I wanted to do. It was simply a case of being born at the right time, in the right place, to the right people. So I'm going to end it here, but what I really want to stress is this. Yes, we can be successful, but let us not forget that we are here today not solely because of our abilities. Let us appreciate the fact that we are here today because luck or blessings favoured us at some point in life. Thank you very much. Thank you, Derek. Now, if you'd like to watch Derek's talk at the Founders Speak, simply visit Singapore Fintech Festival on YouTube. You're listening to the Founders Speak podcast where exceptional startup founders share untold stories from their journeys. We have lots more for you coming up next, so do stay with us.